Three Brothers, One Mike is a weekly podcast put together to help motivate and inspire our listeners both mentally and physically in the hopes of helping you be the best you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Two Brothers, One Mike. I'm Joe, and as always, my brother, Coach Tony, is here. Tony. Hey, out there in T-bomb land, what's going on today? Uh, something something has to be going on. Or or is it only on Friday when things are going on? That's the question for today's show. Or at least at least things worth mentioning, right? So today we, we dive into how we approach life, so to speak, on a day-to-day basis. And the perfect phrase to attack here on this show is, thank God it's Friday. Why? We're going to figure this out, Joe, right now and right here on Two Brothers, One Mike. And so, you know, I guess the first thing we're going to ask ourselves here is where did all this ridiculousness begin? And, and yes, folks, that's exactly what I just said, ridiculousness, because it truly is when you think about this phrase. This phrase drives me absolutely nuts on a regular basis. And the fact we cling to it the way we do drives me nuts as well. Uh, it, it it is a horrible mindset. Are we really clinging? Seriously, are we really clinging to one day? So, all right, let, let me slow it down. Let me give you a benefit of the doubt here. For, first, once again, it, it's it's the beginning. Okay. Well, officially, it started with with the opening of the restaurant TGI Fridays in 1965, I believe. So we're looking at the beginning. That's a weird story in itself when you research it. That story about TGI Friday's opening up in 1965 and why it did, very strange. And I'll leave that at that. But moving from that story to the fact that the phrase we popularized in the late 70s is what we're looking at. We didn't even have to to try to tie our our era to the show today, Joe. That 70s and 80s feel, it fell right into our own laps. It was actually a a disc jockey from Ohio, Akron, Ohio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Go figure. Akron, Ohio, that coined the phrase in the 1970s on his radio show. And I don't know why I kept thinking WKRP in Cincinnati every time. (laughs) Yeah, I was hoping it was that, but it was not. Uh, It became even more popular in 1978 with the movie that I did not see. It was called Thank God It's Friday, and it was starring Donna Summer. Now, we have seen it in music videos and popular ads, you know, whether it's magazines or commercials. We see this TGIF, this Thank God It's Friday terminology all over the place. We have also seen it as a huge motivation on college campuses throughout America as an end to the week. And I guess you could call it a beginning of frat parties and beer parties and so on and so forth. Uh, I have no idea what they're talking about there as a college graduate. I never did anything like that. Sarcastic remarks ended. Workers in their adult lives, and we're all guilty of this, we bank. We bank on this. We bank on this day being the pathway to the weekend full of nothing but leisure and relaxation. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, well, see, you had said something earlier that uh, how the restaurant came about with the name and how that's a weird story. It's researched. Uh, Well, I like weirdness. And so I researched and, uh, you know, I I could I could kind of just give a brief thing of it because, I mean, you can't say TGIF without thinking of the restaurant. Right. Uh, Of course, ours in our area recently 
closed down. I don't know if they closed down the whole franchise. I I don't think they did. I think the article that I read said that they closed, if I'm not mistaken, 386 stores nationwide due to, and I'll date the show when I say it, but oh well, the COVID virus. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, it was actually originated by a gentleman by the name of Alan Stillman in New York in 1965. Uh Uh, And it's the reasoning behind why he put or why he right. developed this, uh, mm. uh, that, that is, you know, interesting to say the least, but it, it right. really isn't, you know, so controversial. He, he wanted a place to meet women. And so, yeah. uh, he, he come up with this bar and, and the name to it and, and everything. And, uh, and that's what it was essentially set up for initially. Now, whether or not he, he found a wife out of that, I have no idea. Well, uh, it, mistake, know. correct me if I'm mistaken, but also the article said something about the fact that he lived in a neighborhood full of single women who were uh, stewardesses, stewardesses and fashion models and fashion mo- and yeah. so he was hoping they would show up at the restaurant right right and uh, so, yeah, yeah it, it's it's okay so yeah there's some weirdness yeah <laughs> there's some weirdness anyways, god bless you i guess the, I, I don't know yeah again it, whether he whether he was able to to you know uh, establish a relationship with any of these young ladies uh, it doesn't really say but um you know we do know that tgi fridays went on to become a pretty popular business and a, a great did. place to eat and uh, yeah. i know i enjoy it when we had it here and so it is what it is but so yeah there's there's that a little bit on the restaurant but uh yeah yeah so very interesting and again uh the phrase becoming even more popularized as i said uh by that acrid disc jockey in uh, the early 1970s and again commercials and ads that we continue to see and it's just a phrase that we all use to help us get through this horrible college we're uh, college studying week and this adult living adulting work week. Mm-hmm. So let's get deeper into this from a, from a mental approach here, because it truly is not, it's not a healthy, it's not a healthy uh, conversation, not, not so much a conversation, but it's not really a healthy way to look at life. Yeah. Um, and, and let's talk about that. I would say that early on in the week, Monday or, or Tuesday, for example, if you are focused on Friday, because you cannot wait to get to this reward of a, of a weekend of, you know, leisure and relaxation. I, I get that. I think you would get that also. I, I understand that. I honestly do. But, but let me ask all of our listeners out there, let me ask you a question. How many of you actually have nothing work-related to do on Saturdays and Sundays? I'll pause here for a second. Let you think about that. It shouldn't take too long. Especially if you have, I'm going to add to this now, Joe, mm-hmm. if you have children, as millions of us do. There's no such thing as a leisure weekend on Saturday and Sunday. Folks, no. running kids all over the tri-county area, you know, area, wherever you live, is the norm these days. We have them involved in everything. That's what you have been waiting for all week is this weekend where you're going to run your kids to 15 different things you have them involved in. <laughs> uh, let's move over. Let's move over. Let's let's add to this now. How about if you're a homeowner? Again, there's that's millions of us. Do I need to really say any more? Nothing going on work related this weekend? No landscaping or spring cleaning, garage cleaning, no organizing, windows wash, you know, painting, steam cleaning the carpets, washing clothes, which seems to be an everyday event, washing cars. This, of course, between running Johnny and Sally to the aforementioned clubs, you know, and, and, and things of that nature, practices and so on. Let's face it. The phrase really, when you look at it, makes no sense. Maybe that's just my opinion, but somebody proved me wrong here. 
Yeah. Now, you know, what's interesting too, the, mm-hmm. the chores that you mentioned, you don't even get paid for those. No. So it's like, thank God it's Friday. I get to do a bunch of work for free. Right. <laughs> you know? Adult. I mean, yeah. yes, uh, it is uh, yeah. what it is. And of course you can appreciate the work when you're done and it's yours, but let's face it. Uh, I just got done sweeping and, and mopping my kitchen floor. I no sooner got done and, and Addison comes out. Can I have a, 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 a Nutri-Grain bar? Well, th- there went all my work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's no napkin. That, but, there's no plate. There's no, no. table. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, and, and it's, but, but, but I'll say this and then we'll expand on this in a little bit. Uh, it's Sunday. So Sunday is a day of complaining. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Well, we'll talk about that in a second. But first, I want to talk about an article that was written in Psychology Today. It's called Don't Wait for Happiness, Experience It Now. And the author is a PhD clinical psychologist by the name of Dr. Robert Puff. And recently, Joe, I reached out to him, and I'm hoping to hear back from him in the near future and actually do an interview with him about this particular article. That would be fantastic. Sure. Will. And so let's see what happens with that. Nonetheless, he talks in this article about delayed gratification being a very important concept to our culture. That short journey to our goal every week, for example, and then repeating it like Groundhog Day, if anyone's seen that movie. Uh, He also points out the two family members. I love how he does this. He calls them family members, and they're family members to TGIF. Thank God it's Friday. First, there's the evil cousin, which is actually Sundays, which, by the way, folks, is today, which is why I said that to Joe. It's Manic Monday. Manic Monday is the evil cousin. And obviously, what am I thinking of immediately? I believe it's Susanna Hoff and the Bangles and the song Manic Monday. And the younger sibling, Hump Day, which I guess gives us hope that somehow uh, we're almost there and just hang in there, which is usually Wednesdays. And of course, that newly found famous commercial for all of us who love that camel that walks around the office yelling Hump Day. Um, because it's a Wednesday in, in the commercial. And I, I, it, it just amazes me. I don't even know what that commercial is about, to be honest. With yeah. You. you know, it's, it, this all holds very true too, because one of the things when I was in the actual, you know, the, uh, uh the workforce doing the five days a week and what have you, it's like, you know, your first day off, mm-hmm. you're trying to relax from the five days prior, your next day off, you're just complaining about how you got to do it all again, starting tomorrow. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's right. almost like you don't even have any time off. No. No. And, and let's face it, the majority of our gripe comes from the, you know, the dreaded workplace. Sure. Um, if you can remember. Yeah. And I, yes, I do. I tie these things in to my era growing up. If you can remember that Dunkin' Donuts commercial from the 80s, yeah. uh, it's always ringing in our head. Time to make the donuts. That gentleman that looks like he's a zombie, you know, when he wakes up, just trying to do the same thing every single day. At, at some point, at some point, he's happy about something. And I can't remember what exactly it is. I don't know if he's happy all of a sudden because he's at Dunkin' Donuts or if he's had his coffee and now he's more excited. I don't remember what the, the I think gist. What he was. I think what he was happy about is Dunkin' Donuts then started to finally ship their donuts into the into the Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, For those and, of you who don't know, they don't yes. make the donuts there. No. <laughs> they no. are shipped in, but. <laughs> they are shipped in, which is why they run out of them constantly. Right. Um, and you're talking to do to two donut connoisseurs here so mm-hmm. don't argue with us we know these are facts yeah. we could say hundreds of thousands of us are not fond of our jobs it, that, that's that's you know easily mm-hmm. uh, that, that that number is probably i'm probably under the average there when i say hundreds of thousands depending on where we are in life meaning some of us are at a, you know two years from retiring and some have about 25 years to go before they even look at retirement we have to look at options 
One option, in my opinion, that is not available, not available, is this delayed gratification that Dr. Puff talks about, this concept such as, thank God it's Friday or, or only two more years until I retire, which folks, you're listening to the voice of a gentleman right now, I like to call myself a gentleman, that is kind of in that situation when it comes to my main, uh, my main employment. Uh, even worse, only 10 more years until I retire. People who do that, I mean, what? I, I hear these sayings all day long. Then that's what you're tying your every moment to in life. I know people who will text me and, and they just did it this weekend again. It's Friday. It's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. And I always respond with the same exact text. Yep. Crazy. Just like last week. On Saturday... They text me with all the problems they are dealing with, with their houses, their cars, their kids, <laughs> their schedules. I mean, I thought Saturday was what you were working toward all week long. Then Sunday night, Sunday night is even better. What I was just talking about earlier, Joe, by around six o'clock, here comes that conversation about that evil cousin to thank God it's Friday. We mentioned earlier, Manic Monday, Manic Monday is popular as hell on Sunday nights. We are missing out on our lives by forgetting about a few things here. And at times, we are all guilty of this concept that Dr. Puff talked about, this delayed gratification. And, and again, don't get me wrong, okay? I, I get it. Now, it isn't that I, I don't think it is, it's important to plan ahead, of course I do. Uh, I plan ahead for retirement. Folks, you have to do that. I could smell retirement. I can. That, that's how close I am. I definitely can smell retirement. Yeah, you know, Tony, I'm going to tell you too, and this is this is almost sad to say, working at the sheriff's department for so many years and, and mm -hmm. having senior officers above me, man, I, can count, I, I can't count on my fingers and toes the amount of people that I know yeah. uh, that, wow, can't wait for retirement and within two years gone, yeah. you know, and mm -hmm. how many people I've seen work themselves to the bone, putting in tons of overtime and really trying to pad their, their pension, which, Hey, kudos to them. I, I understand that, yeah. but literally work themselves literally to death. Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen that because their health takes a, a, you know, goes on the back burner, everything else that, that self-care all goes on the back burner. And in the end result is like, you worked, you literally only worked yourself till you died. And yeah. that, you know, and that just goes so hand in hand with what you're saying. Everybody's doing this thing and we get stuck on repeat and life is passing us by. We don't really realize it. Um, I'll never forget when, uh, uh, you know, when they first come into the jail, I would work in the area, it was the intake area. When they first come in, you have to yes. fill out paperwork and property and all this stuff. And one of the things I asked the gentleman, well, what's your date of birth? Um, and his year of birth was 1993. And I'm running over to the officer telling him he needs to go to the juvenile detention center. He's too young. Yeah. When I realize, no, no. <laughs> See, 93 is when I graduated. Yeah. And no, no, yeah. he was 18. So, yeah. you know, uh, uh, it, it just, I'm saying you get stuck on this repeat and doing this every day and life is just passing you by. Right. And, you know, and, and that's what happens when you're just looking for that one goal. Yeah. And you, you watch this go on for approximately 16 years. 
as yeah. a, in the sheriff's department as a deputy. Yeah. And, and so, and I don't want to, uh, uh, you know, that game that, that people play of though. I got one up on you here. Let me tell you right. this story. Uh, there's a million stories I could tell, but there is this one story that I want to say real quick before we move on, you know, folks, I work for general motors and I, I I'm going to tell you right now, I want you to listen to this. And I want, I want to know for some of you, if this is ever a thought in your head, a uh, gentleman that I worked with, uh, way back, uh, probably about seven year, eight years, seven or eight years ago, a uh, gentleman by the name of Art. We'll just leave it right there. Art was 84 years old. He had been working for General Motors for 52 years, 52 years. And contract was coming up. And I looked at him and I said, Art, this is your chance, buddy, to go ahead and go live the good life. And he said, no way. Either they offer me not only my retirement in full, because he has a full pension. Yes, that is a word that still exists right now, but <laughs> won't exist much longer. Um, he said, but I'm hearing that they're going to offer us $50,000 on top of our, our pension. I want 60. If it's not 60, I'm going nowhere until the next contract four years from now. They're not taking my 10,000 from me. I want you to think about what he just <laughs> said there. What are the chances that art's going to be around at age 88, 89, number one, mm-hmm. he's been there already for 50 plus years. He is worried about another 10,000 on top of the retirement plan he's already accumulated. And how much money do you need at that age? And you have literally worked your fingers to the bone your entire life. I don't even understand that. No, I and- don't understand that end game. You take that a step further. You know how easily you blow through $10,000. Now, I'm not saying that that's jump change, but $10,000, you'd be surprised if you went into your checkbook, if you have any sort of uh, automated checking or anything on on your computer where you could actually do this and just look at, you know, uh, your ins and outs where you can actually filter through that. You see how much you spent in a year. I assure you 10,000 is probably the fraction of, of the greater whole, especially if you're somebody who I don't care if you're healthy living or not, um, especially if you're out eating fast food and yeah. even more so on grocery, if you're, if you're not eating fast food, cause I assure you healthy living, there's a reason and, and okay, we're not going down that path. But the point right. is yeah. you will go through 10,000 very quick and to sit there and, and base everything on not, not just for the reasons that you gave, but also that's really just a drop in the bucket in comparison to what you actually put out there in a year anyhow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, I'm in a situation where I could plan. I I can't, I I could start my planning process. You know that folks, I literally am looking, uh, I'm looking into the eyes of retirement very soon, but, but I need to enjoy the journey each day by fake, you know, focusing on seizing the day, seizing the day is is an absolute necessity, right? (laughs) I thought you were saying you were going to be faking seizing the day. No, no, no. Let no. me just get focusing. through this day. I'm happy. Yeah. No, focusing. Although sometimes I don't know. Yeah, right. I'm focusing on that. Yeah. The, so the article, which Joe, if possible, um, if you can include it in the description of this this show right here, this podcast show right here, will be great. It, it has Dr. Puff giving some easy to do ideas that help get more enjoyment out of your workday and take your mind off the delayed gratification process that I keep bringing up that you, you know, you and and not you, but we as a whole have embedded in our, in our minds so deeply rooted. It reminds us of black eyed Susans. Now, anybody who is a florist or a gardener knows what that flower does. You know, once you plant a, a, 
a black eyed Susan, they grow like weeds, a uh, hundred miles an hour. They'll take over the entire, the entire flower garden if they're not maintained. And so those ideas embedded in your mind uh, of this delayed gratification process will do just that. And it's just one of the ideas he presented here in this article. Uh, there's a million of them. Read the article. It's fantastic. One of the ideas that he presents in the article was one that I love the most, particularly, you know, for those who dislike their job. Mm. Make statements daily that move away from TGIF and cannot wait to retire and change them to something such as I live in the present. I'm quoting this. I live in the present moment completely and the future will take care of itself. Now, I love that. But I want you to understand two things. One, he is not saying planning ahead is your downfall. He is saying take time to breathe and take a look around at the world. I am guilty of this, and it was pointed out to me not too long ago by somebody very close to me in my life. And, and, and she's absolutely very right. She's, she's absolutely correct when she said that. Uh, I don't take time sometimes to breathe. I'm 100 miles an hour. The busiest person in the world uh, is it goes through my head sometimes and probably not, but that's what I think. You know, and two, he's not saying the future will just magically provide you with happiness. You have to work toward happiness. But one thing. And this is, this is from me and, and what I tell all people I train, young and old. This is my saying. You have to win the battle before you win the war, plain and simple. Let me tell you what I mean by that. So when I'm training an athlete, and let's say an agility drill, anybody who's ever seen an agility ladder, there's steps in the ladder. If there's 20 steps in that ladder and they're doing, doing a certain drill and they're trying to get down to the end of the ladder from where they start, Sometimes when they're doing whatever drill I have them doing in terms of footwork, they're looking at the end of the ladder and how quickly they can get down there. And they forget about what they're doing in each step. Each step is the battle. Each day you are working towards retirement is the battle. You've got to you, you listen, you have to win the day before you worry about retiring. Each day is part of that journey, and that is always going to be more, more important. That, that is just – it's so important to understand that. It really is. You know, taking a step further too, uh, just off of what you're saying there, uh, it, you always have the ones that are in the very beginning of these battles and they figure, well, I have time. Biggest lie you could ever tell yourself. Yeah. So it's, it, you know, you can't live like, oh my God, I got to, you know, where you're just full of anxiety. But at the same time, like you said, every single one of those days – is working towards that retirement. Yeah. That means even the ones that you're, when you're way back here saying, I have time, those days count too. Because uh, it's really easy to lose sight of that, especially when you're young, just getting into the workforce. I was so guilty of this when I first started at the sheriff's mm -hmm. department. Uh, they had this cool thing called sick time where I get paid and I don't have to be there. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, it was, it was bad. It was real bad. I was pulled aside a couple of times. And one time it really stuck after the birth of my first son when it was explained to me, that's not for you anymore. Uh, you know, uh, if, mm -hmm. if that is for, if little man gets sick or yeah. you know, something happens to the wife who's watching the kid, yeah. you know? And so, you know, I, I, I had to change my whole perspective on that, but I will tell you this. It's, I, I like this, this saying that he said about living in the present moment. I mentioned this, uh, when, when we talked about the preview for this week's show, yeah. uh, recently, see my, my body has this little alarm system in it. And it's pretty cool, but it was, uh, you know, knowing about the medical anxiety and everything, got to say, first freaked me out pretty bad, but <laughs> here's the deal. 
when I started getting overwhelmed, when I was, oh God, I got a million things I got to do. And I, people have told me, make a list, bad idea for me, because now I can physically see the million things I need to do. Mm-hmm. I will, my body, it's, I don't know what happens. I just start twitching muscles in my arms, my eyes, my calves. They will just start jumping and it's like, okay, I'm doing too much. Now this has already been confirmed as nothing else, but you know, my anxiety and my nerves. So I'm yep. not worried about anything else on that, on that realm. But so I have this cool little alarm system. And just recently it started happening to me again within the past couple of weeks. Okay. And I'm realizing I'm just going on and on with a million things I got to do. And it's, I have, you know, uh, all this stuff to get done and you get overwhelmed. And then you almost get to a point where you do nothing. You end up stuck. You know, so you have to be yeah. careful not to do that. So here's the deal. Uh, you know, again, Cindy would come to me, my wife, and say, hey, uh, you know, um, what can I help you with? Well, that requires me thinking beyond what I'm doing right now. I have to stay in this moment right here and complete this one task. If I complete it, then I'll start to think about what needs to be done next. And I may have two or three things, uh, you know, in store, but that's it. I cannot. And I'm not afraid to say no anymore. If, yeah. if somebody asks me to do something and there's just no way for it to happen, the answer is just no. It, they may be upset. They may not like it. They may, But, you know, I talked a little bit about self-care before, and that's something we have to keep in mind. Look, you have to take care of you. Otherwise, you cannot take care of them. And if they don't understand that, then, you know, I, I'm... I'm very sorry for that. But at the same time, I can't be too sorry because, again, I have to come first at some point. Yeah. Uh, and and that is how it, it should be for most people. Well, for anyone really who's looking to, to change their perspective on how they're approaching life. Because, again, it's so easy to become overwhelmed. Uh, and I'll wrap it up by saying, you know, listen, the other part of that in getting overwhelmed and taking on the extra work is this idea of wanting to make everybody happy. And that's so hard to do because I'm going to tell you something. If there are 10 people and you do everything that all 10 want you to do, they'll be super excited. You're not going to be a very happy person at no. the end of the day. So there's always going to be one. You will never make everybody happy. It is just no. impossible. And I don't care if they're paying you or what they're doing, you'll be burned out. So there's that. Yeah, and and that's something that I battle with myself on a regular basis uh, for so many reasons. Uh, it's just I try uh, desperately, uh, to please everybody, ladies and gentlemen, and that fails miserably at times. Uh, and so it's something, you know, those words, uh, that Joe just, that message that Joe just delivered, uh, definitely rings in my ears, uh, and definitely goes through my brain. And I am processing that as he says it, because I am guilty as charged. And it's true. You cannot please everybody. And uh, that's something that I still battle with on a daily basis. But let, let me throw let me throw some numbers at you guys. There are 86,400 seconds in one day, 86,400 seconds in a day. You have that much time. And I think a lot of people know that already. You have that much time each day to win the day. That's a saying I have on a shirt given to me by the Crestview Running Rebels High School football team. Uh, And I got that shirt when I trained them for approximately six years. I love the shirt. Uh, It's got holes in it. It's torn here and there. I'm not throwing it away. I still wear it. Win the day. Because I have to remind myself the same thing every single day. Now, let's suppose, let's just say, we are going to go 
deep into the delayed gratification process within our own minds here. Think about these numbers, all right? Think about this now. We will, we will say just looking at America, those listening to us in Japan, Germany, Switzerland, and so on, you guys will have slightly different numbers that you'll have to look up. But here in America, men on average will live 76 years. Women will live on average 81 years. Those women, five more years than us, that's crazy. Every time I look at that, I'm like, really? Are we that stressed out that they're living outliving us by five years? I don't know. But if you started working at age 18 or, or maybe even age 22 coming out of college and you work until you are 67 years old, tell me how many years you focused completely on the end game at your job or jobs and how many years you had to enjoy that retirement. Did you win the war? We absolutely have to stop with the hyper-focused mentality, and that's exactly what it is, on the end game, especially when it comes to the type of end game that cycles over and over and over again, week to week, with sayings such as, thank God it's Friday. You know, it's funny when you said that about, you know, men on average living 76 and women yeah. 81 years. Yeah. There's a comedian. I'm sure people probably already know where I'm going with this who really would say that that was by design. We, you know, <laughs> like, that's our five years of rest. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we're off in eternity. We get five years of rest and they come. It's in a good there. thing. Then, hey, then yeah. eternally, hey. we're going to have to, for eternity, well, we're going to deal with them. But Well, let me yeah. tell you this. It's a good thing our show is not live because we would probably have to call in security to escort us out to our cars after the show. But. So, you know, continuing, continuing with the numbers, and, and this is my brain at work, folks. This is my crazy brain at work. So give me some, give me some room here, okay? And let me point this out. We use 76 and 81 as numbers for average life expectancy in men and women here in the United States of America. It varies slightly, you know, higher and sometimes lower throughout the world. So let's just use 80 for the sake of example here. 80 years old is the average number worldwide. I want to I I live to be a hundred. That, that's me. If that is God's plan, great. All right. For me. But if I am to live to the age of 80, if we all are, and we take the path filled with hump day and thank God it's Friday and only four years until I retire. And I can't wait for this day to, to be over. How many people say that all the time? God, I can't wait for this day to be over that delayed gratification mentality. So that Friday and Saturday are your focus. Now, now, now listen, I am not giving us Sunday. You're not getting it because all we do on Sunday, now you know it's true, is complain that the next day is Monday. Mm-hmm. You're not getting Sunday. You're lucky I'm giving us Saturday because all we do on Saturday is catch up and complain about all the things we have to do on our, our day off, so to speak. And by the way, let me ask everybody a question. How many of you actually in this day and age have a day off every Saturday with, you know, with your particular profession. Cause not me, not every Saturday. Some of us never have Saturday off. So mm-hmm. that weekend thing that, you know, that Monday through Friday thing, that's long gone working nine to five. That's long gone, but okay. Okay. Friday and Saturday, giving it to you. The other five days are nothing but all of us watching the clock and begging for the days to end and yelling hump day, like the commercial that I just spoke of screaming, thank God it's Friday on Friday morning. So the good Lord answers our prayers and says to us, I'm going to take all those dreaded days away from you. 
those five days. You only have to live two days a week. The other five exist and come off of your life expectancy, but you could turn off Sunday through Thursday and turn on Friday and Saturday. No worries. Just enjoying the weekend. That means you only get on average 108 plus days a year to live. We always beg for the other 250 or so days to hurry up and go away. So I say we change the calendar year to 108 days, 110 days, all Fridays and Saturdays. We would miss out on, listen to me, we would miss out on over 20,000 days of our lives if we lived to the age of 80. The Tuesday meeting where they announce your company has hit record numbers based on innovative ideas developed by your team doesn't exist. The Thursday basketball game your child played in where they won the league crown, that doesn't exist. The Monday night football game, the whole family attends to cheer on their team in front of 70,000 screaming fans. All that electricity, all that happiness, that enjoyment of spending time with your family, but it's a Monday night. It doesn't exist. The Wednesday, you were able to talk to a coworker and they were able to lean on you for advice. So you know, maybe you went to dinner after work and your perspective gave them different ideas on, on how to handle a problem. I mean, that happens, right? That's, that's an important moment. That's a very important moment in both your life and their life. But that's gone because it's on a, a Wednesday. So that doesn't exist anymore. The article that we mentioned earlier you know, talked about looking at the workday in a much more positive light. As Dr. Puff gave a, you know, so many options to look at when, when trying to take in the day, seize the day. I say, I say learn from the day. If it was a rough day, what did you learn from it? Use it. No amount of money can buy that. It's too valuable. And, you know, when your workday ends too, T, this is another thing too that always made me crazy. Now, I understand if you're on like an afternoon turn, right? Yeah. Uh, you're working some crazy 4 to 12 shift, but you still had from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. I mean, there's still day left. Yeah. Uh, we were working 12-hour days, okay, mm-hmm. uh, by the end of my of my career there. But but it was 7 in the morning till 7 at night. Now, granted, that is rough, especially in the wintertime in Northeast Ohio, right. but uh, you didn't see daylight those few days. It exactly. Just, yeah, it was dark and dark. But you have time either before or after you work too in that day. So it's like, I know a lot of people figure, well, I work this day, so I can't do anything. It's like, no, you get off at four. Uh, and let's just say it's any other season besides winter in Northeast Ohio. You have time to cut the grass, get your stuff done that, so that you could further, so you could actually enjoy the weekend or get things done during the week, right? One thing right. a day. And, and you still have time. Um, but again, you know, we get into this idea that it's like, well, I worked, so that's what I did today. That's not, you know, uh, uh, there's life after, especially nowadays where we're looking at both people in the home. You almost need to work. Both people do. You know, the day of, of dad going to work and mom staying home long and, over. and taking yeah. care of the kids, that's not a thing. It's been long um, gone. You know, uh, it, it, it is what it is. Both people have to be bringing in some sort of income. That's the way mm-hmm. it is now. Um, and so that said, uh, you know, there's still life after, you know, and so I think a lot of people uh, tend to get or they'll get wrapped up in this idea that, well, because I worked, 
that's my whole day shot. And, exactly. You know, that that's yeah. definitely the it's very true. It's very true. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, let's take a preview of next week's show. And as I promised, we're going to be interviewing Mrs. Amber Landsman, who is a certified health coach specializing in teaching her clients holistic approaches to better self-care and well-being with a special focus on skeletal muscle. Also, she's a huge proponent of the carnivore diet. That's a lifestyle we just covered a couple of weeks ago uh, where you just eat meat. Uh, so <laughs> be sure to listen in. <laughs> be sure to listen in as we get her take on that diet, as well as the hows and why she even practices it. Most importantly, how she sustained eating this way for, I believe it was over two years. Did she say that? It's, it's at this point, yes. Yeah. So yeah. with that said, do you have anything else you want to add before I wrap this up? Well, I mean, you know, when, when it comes to this, this interview that we're going to be doing on the carnivore diet with, um, with Amber, it's going to be fantastic. I mean, just, just her introduction alone, folks is going to be fantastic. Um, she, you will realize one thing before she begins to talk about the carnivore diet, she, or I should say the eating lifestyle, uh, before she begins to talk about it, uh, I believe that you'll, from the introduction, um, get the understanding that she just might have the background to give to give her opinion, uh, her professional opinion on this particular lifestyle and what you can do to either uh, spice things up, change things around, or maybe it's something that's not for you altogether. So I think it's going to be a great interview, and I hope you know all of you guys listen in. It's going to be a fantastic show. Yeah, it should be interesting to hear from her for sure, Absolutely. Uh, especially especially given you know all of my uh, comment commentary on the carnivore diet uh, before. Uh, you know, again, she's coming I, for you. She's coming yeah, for you. Yeah, right. okay. I, I feel I feel like uh, uh, I'll just I'll just let you do the interview. But Thanks. okay, so anyways, for everyone else, be sure to give us a review on your favorite podcast service. Also, if you have any questions, comments, thoughts, or opinions, you can leave us a voice message via the link in this episode's description. Also, for our Spotify listeners, remember you can interact with the show through either polls or questions that would be offered in each show's description. And finally, remember to join us each week as we release new episodes every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, on behalf of Coach Tony and myself, thanks for listening. Everybody out there, listen to me. Normally, it is ended with be the best you, but let's just change it around just for today and say win the day. Take care, everybody.